0: We just posted a picture of the beautiful Chris packet bag lying on a lovely marble table and we just went, the Chris packet,
1: worth fighting for.
0: Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down. Where we're going, you won't need to bring
1: your frown. A simple conversation can have the power to spark a fundamental change in our way of thinking. I know firsthand the impact that a few brief moments in our lives can go on to have. That's why each week I share with you my very own lightbulb moments that I've had throughout my own life after speaking to some incredible founders and creatives. These lightbulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments. Anya Heinmarsh CBE has always been a complete heroine of mine, not only because she is known as the nicest woman in business, but because of how she has the incredible ability to see the beauty in everything, bringing complete colour to grey. The story she shared with me about her masterpiece crisp handbags has always stuck with me. And here's why. I've always
0: loved the idea of taking the ordinary and making extraordinary. It's something we talk about quite a lot. So there's everyday things. It's kind of lovely if you then make them special because things that you're very used to, to make them in a way that actually is really precious is just has always been quite appealing to me. And the way I always loved miniature things as well. You know, the certain things that are kind of appealing. I think that um, no one needs another handbag, right? We really don't. The world doesn't need another handbag. It's about making... Things. I, I mean, I'm fascinated by craft. It's the thing that is just, it's kind of what gets me out of bed in the morning, really. And I, the, the crisp packet, for example, was when you hold a crisp packet, it's actually a beautiful thing with those folds and creases. And it's rather lovely. And actually, we, we actually had it um, photographed at 360, so millions of pictures. we got every single aspect of it. And then we actually 3D modelled it and printed it and actually it's a beautiful thing to hold in your hand and we made it out of this lovely sort of liquid highly polished metal and it has 10 different moulds so to your point about art it is actually a piece of art I mean it's a sculpture it has 10 moulds because it opens like a clam which again is is quite complicated in the way that it actually (laughs) won't go into detail but you know the the bottom is not equal so it actually is open like a clam but not um, touch each other at the bottom so it is a piece of engineering as well as a a piece of art in a way but I think those things are lovely and we work with this amazing factory in Florence who are absolutely the real old deal you know they've been it's a a third generation it's not even a factory it's a craft shop really and you know when you see how they they make the molds and then they pour in the metal and then it comes out and it cools down and then they polish it and then they you know the tools go in and they connect it and then they line it. I mean, it's it is absolutely it's a joy, it's a complete joy, and it's been actually the subject of quite a lot of the controversy. That bag, I don't know if you saw, there was a there was I think it was um, Solange Knowles who who I think threw it at Jay Z in an elevator after the Met Ball, and it all went absolutely mad. And
1: I didn't know that that was the item that which was is thrown. a pretty sharp
0: bag. It has these sharp corners. Yes, so, anyway, absolutely. it was quite funny because the internet blew up and we had every single newspaper in the world from the sort of Canadian Herald to the you know wherever wherever calling us going is it your bag and what's going on and have you any comment and every PR company's going don't say anything at all it's you know it's such a sad situation and I was like well I know but I kind of want people to kind of know it's our bag and in the end we just posted <laughs> we just posted a picture of the beautiful crisp packet bag lying on a lovely marble table and we just went the Chris packet worth fighting for <laughs> and again we had every newspaper going and it's just a really bad taste but and I think they were even like marketing newspapers debating whether it was bad taste or and I think they came down on the the side of actually it was quite a sort of fun little sort of marketing
1: Someone recently asked me how I keep being creative, what lit my internal flame each day. The answer I gave was I seek out beauty. I really do believe that this simple instruction I give myself is the key for looking at business in my unique way and how one can find extraordinary inspiration everywhere. It's where my mantra has come from, a quest I've given myself whilst I built Not On The High Street and now Holly & Co., Let me explain. Anya is literally a hero of mine and one of the few people who blow me away when it comes to extraordinary product. I mean, the way she sees a crisp packet. Do you see how beautiful that is? How she looks at the everyday through her magical eyes and can create the best-selling bag, literally a bag worth fighting for? If we have chosen a less ordinary path to build our dreams then we get to live in a less ordinary way, a way which allows you to tell people that you seek beauty to grow your business. Now, of course, some will give you an odd look when you say that, but for those who understand, they will not only admire your take on things, they will be secretly envious I didn't have this hindsight, as I built Not in The High Street, nor the confidence, I'll be honest, to be a little odd in my views. But I can see now that I did see beauty as I built one of the first marketplaces in the world. Yes, there was a gap in the market, an untapped industry, products never seen before, or organised in this way, all business speak. But those words were the furthest away when I would describe what I was doing. I used to talk about bringing together creative souls, harnessing the female take on occasions such as Christmas, a champion of crafting skills. I would become a walking billboard for the extraordinary minds of these amazing founders. And one day I said to myself, hmm, I think my quest is to scale the unique. You see, I think building businesses is a beautiful thing. How you make all the parts of your organisation work together, the flow of energy distributed across the company, the melody of the output and the need to visualise the future. I love, love, love making all the parts work together, like the insides of a clock. And so scale, to me, isn't a dirty word, more the conundrum that comes out of making all your mechanical handmade parts work seamlessly together. And then there is the other part of that statement, the word unique. Well, is there a more beautiful word? I just don't think so. We as humans are highly unique when you think about the chances of you being born being one in 400 trillion then we're totally unique. Then you look at the sector I've dedicated my life to, the creative small businesses. And that's all they deal in, unique. Understanding that the more unique that they create, be it a product or a service, the more skill it requires, the more protection it has from the outside world, and the more sought after it will be. So the mix of those two words to make my mantra to try and scale the unique, by its nature is colliding two worlds I believe to be beautiful together. That doesn't have a destination, so to speak, but more the instructions for a very interesting life. This is where I hang my hat. Anya seems to have something similar she builds from, taking the ordinary and making it extraordinary. Again, something that doesn't ever get done, but make sure everything has the right DNA. The human spirit needs beauty. It enriches us and lifts us up. It connects us spiritually, intellectually, ethically, sensually. We all strive for beauty and it's a universal truth. So when you think of it, shouldn't our businesses be beautiful? The purpose, the mechanics, the leadership, the soul, the products, the services, the marketing? Of course it should. I'm wondering if you have thought of your life, your business in these terms. Do you have a set of words that will keep you living an extraordinary, not ordinary life? Now, before you go, what I hadn't told you is that this is one of 10 very special Lightbulb Moment episodes brought to you by Dell Technologies. Lightbulb moments happen to us each and every day of life, where we discover learnings, hear stories that inspire us, or witness things that trigger sudden, enlightening thoughts that change our lives forever. And that's why I'll be welcoming 10 incredible female founders from Dell's Women's Entrepreneur Network, otherwise known as DWEN, into the safe space to share their personal lightbulb moments. I really do believe that by sharing the tales of our brightest moments, we have the ability to build, grow and empower a female community of entrepreneurs, becoming stronger than we could ever have imagined. This week, Natalie Welsh, co-founder of the Typeface Group, will be sharing her
2: very own lightbulb moment. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Natalie Welch. I'm co-founder of the Typeface Group, a B Corp marketing agency based in Hampshire My light bulb moment struck on the 23rd of February 2012. That day, I was talking to Polly, who's now my co-founder, and I've known since year seven at school. I was on maternity leave, and she was letting me in on a little secret that you can be self-employed and employed at the same time whilst on that leave, and wondered if I'd be interested in offering her marketing clients social media marketing support, which in 2012 was quite a new thing. I wasn't really sure whether to take the plunge with a newborn baby on the way and wanted to take some time to settle into parenthood. Then, before I knew it, I was in labour. My son came the next day and six weeks later I decided to go for it. Polly and I began working together and the typeface group was born six months later. Looking back, my light bulb moment for me was when I realised that taking this risk could give me the flexibility and freedom I always wanted for my family and would allow me to do what I loved whilst also working with my best friend and I decided not to let my fears hold me back. That moment changed my life because we're still running and we're having a team of incredible experts working for us with a model that Polly and I started around her kitchen table of doing the school run, attending the activities and being able to look after our children. This is very much part of our hybrid culture. Following our dream, that moment had led us to moving offices four times. We survived three recessions, a pandemic and countless amounts of grief but the amazing highs that our business has given us made it all worth it. So I hope by sharing my light bulb moment, you're inspired to listen to all those small opportunities that pass you by each and every day, as you likely have no idea how much they could change your life just like mine did.
1: A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've brought us this episode today. And I really hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with Anya Heinmarsh, CBE, or any of our past founders, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, be it in life or in business, I'd be super, super grateful, like jumping up and down grateful, if you would rate and review to help us reach even more people.